Amen. They are not going to take your mess. You know what? As we have gone through uh, when, when the, uh, different, our kids and stuff was going to college and you go visit the dorms and different things, you always uh, would see notes like, your mama don't live here. This is not your mother's kitchen. In other words, they're trying to get a message across to clean up behind yourself because no one else wants to clean up behind you. In other words, we're trying to tell you, you, you should have learned something at home, amen, how to, be, how to take care of yourself. So, you, you know, you just think common sense that folks understand if you go in the kitchen and you mess up some dishes, you're supposed to come back and wash them. But I've learned common sense is just not that common. We mothers have messed up a few people. Amen, because we are always running in there washing the dishes for them and washing their clothes for them and cleaning up their room for them and doing all this. You know what, when my kids was coming up, the only job they had, as long as I wasn't working, was to go to school, do well at school, come home, do your homework. I had everything else. They didn't make up their beds. They didn't clean up their rooms. They didn't take out trash. They didn't wash dishes. That was all. Their primary job was just to go to school. And every now and then they find themselves in trouble. And I couldn't understand why you in trouble. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God. 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana. Where God is first and people are always. This is the 70,000 watt voice of the community. K-A-Y-T. Gina Alexandria. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Whenever you get ready to go before people, whenever you get ready to go on that job interview, whenever you get ready, praise God, to possess property or possess that, that car or, or, or whatever it is, you got to know that I am is going before you. I am is sending you. And if you need more information, just know I am that I am. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. He says, know that he is God, the faithful God. Somebody say the faithful God. What kind of God is he? He's the faithful God. And notice what validates his faithfulness. He keeps covenant. He keeps covenant. Now, let me just explain. There's a difference between covenant amen, of the, of the Bible and contracts of today. See, contracts of today can be easily broken. Amen. You, you make a, a contract deal with a business associate or you sign a contract. Amen. Maybe you sign a contract that you're going to be in a house or an apartment for six months. You end up being there for three and you break that contract. See, let me tell you, the covenant is different from contract. Because contract involves men's doing, men writing and, and making an oath. But when we talk about covenant, covenant is the Lord's doing. 
Covenant is about God. It's about God's faithfulness. It's about God's commitment to his word. In scripture, the Bible talks about he swore by his word. He looked and he could not find anything else to swear by. So he said, I swore by myself. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. And God doesn't need to swear because he alone is God. But he's just going to show you the power of his word that when God says he's going to do something, amen, God speaks covenant language. And if we're going to learn about God's faithfulness, we have to learn covenant language. And, you know, we have to learn things that marriage is a covenant. It's a covenant. It's not a contract. Come on. Your, your purpose and destiny. When you say God sent me to this church, we're talking covenant. We're not talking contract. We have too many people that just signed the contract. When something don't go their way, they, they're going to easily break the contract. But when you know that you've been covenantly connected, when you've been connected to someone by covenant, you learn how to take the bitter with the sweet. You're not talking to me today. That's all right. God is a covenant-keeping God. He knows you're going to have some, some bad days, but he loves you anyhow. He knows about your nasty attitude at times. Don't look at nobody. Just look straight ahead. But he's going to love that devil out of you. I mean, he's going to love you. <laughs> he's going to love you into his perfect will for your life. God is about covenant. He's not moved by your situations. He's not moved by your attitude. He's not moved by things that take place in your life. When you came to this altar and said yes to Jesus, he meant that. Oh, no, he put a ring on your finger. Amen. This is for life. This is for eternity. What you mean you're leaving me? You're not going to leave me? Come on. I, 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 I've, I've shed too much blood to let you go back to bondage. I went through hell's fire to redeem you. The Bible talks about God being married to the backslider. That's why it doesn't matter who left. I believe that when they are truly in covenant with God, they may have left for a moment. They may have left for a season, but they will soon come back. Because when you've been treated so good by God, how can you deny? How can you leave him? How can you forsake him? Glory to God. How can you let go? God's been too good to me for me to backslide, for me to go back to the world. He's been too good for me. I've got to serve him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Touch your neighbor and say, God is faithful. He keeps covenant and mercy. Every day with God is a day of new mercies. I don't understand how people can just carry their guilt over and let it just roll over from day to day when God has given you new mercies. Oh, y'all don't believe me. Go to Lamentations. Go to Lamentations. I got to read it. You've heard it before. But faith comes by hearing and hearing. Go to the book of Lamentations, chapter 3. Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 22. It is of the Lord's mercies 
that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Glory to God. Verse 23, they are new every, they are new how often? They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. I was in Atlanta, Georgia just a couple of weeks ago, and um, I was attending a, a, a relative's funeral, and I was in the, uh, the, the cab. I didn't, I, didn't have time. We didn't, I didn't have time to rent a car. I just got in the cab and take me to where I need to go. And uh, it was just silent for about 10 minutes. It was just silence. And all of a sudden, the cab driver just broke out in the song. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning to morning, new mercies I see. All that thy hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness. And I'm like, hmm, I'm in the right car. This man just began to break out singing about the faithfulness of God. So you know what I did? I joined him too. Great is thy faithfulness. See, when you know the faithfulness of God, you know that goodness and mercy goes before you. You know that God will protect you wherever you go. You know that he'll send his angels, amen, to keep charge over you, to watch over you, to direct you, to be a shield over you. When you know about the faithfulness of God, you don't have to be afraid to go on the airplane. When you know about the faithfulness of God, you don't have to be afraid to drive and go to work. You don't have to be afraid of what may come your way. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning to morning, new mercies. Somebody say new mercies. New mercies we see. So you don't have to go into another day. Those of you that's carrying guilt, those of you that's carrying shame, those of you that's carrying burdens of your sins, you don't have to go into another day carrying that thing. The new mercies of God have been released unto you. And God says, when you walk into these new mercies, I will wash you and cleanse you with my blood. I will purify you. I will wipe the slate clean. Praise God. And you become a new creation in Christ. Okay, you say amen. So we have to understand about the faithfulness of God. But what if, what happens if, if, if you become faithless? Look at 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let me show you this. just want to give you a few scriptures to build your faith in God's faithfulness. If there's anything we need to have faith in, we need to have faith in God's faithfulness. Some of you need to write that down. Lord, help me to have faith in your faithfulness. I need faith in God's faithfulness. 2 Timothy chapter 2, at verse, look at verse 13. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. First, let me read that. Let's read at verse 12. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. But verse 13 says, if we believe not, yet he abided faithful. Hmm. He cannot deny himself. Think about that. Think about that. See, as long as you don't deny him, you cannot be denied. 
But when you denied him, you've already denied yourself. Amen. You're saying, I don't believe. You're saying, I don't, I, I don't believe God's going, God is faithful. Notice it says, if we believe not, your believing not is not going to change anything about God. He abides faithful. Praise God. And we need to understand this, especially when we're going through things. Because we tend to begin to doubt God's faithfulness when we go through things. And when God doesn't come through on our calendar, we say things like, if you don't come through, God, I'm quitting the ministry. I'm quitting my, my assignment. I'm giving up on this. I'm giving up on that. And we think that that changes God. God is not being there, oh, oh you're going to quit. You gonna... God said, I'm still God. Whether you quit, whether you give up, I'm still going to be God. And when you come to the end of yourself and realize, amen, that you need God and that you, it's time for you to begin to really trust God, God said, I'm going to be here when you come back because I'm faithful. You get over your attitude, you get over your, your pity and feeling sorry for yourself, and you come to me, amen, until you get to that point, you're not going to have the peace that you need in your mind. God says, it doesn't even matter if you don't believe, I am still faithful. I'm still faithful. Matthew 24, just write this down. You don't have to turn there. Matthew 24, 35 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 1, 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is faithful. Now go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Somebody say, God is faithful. So you decide that you want to quit on God. If you decide that you want to give up and that it's not worth it, let me tell you, God is going to continue to be faithful. He's not going to change just to suit your feelings. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. You have it? It says, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. In other words, what you're going through is no different from what anybody else is going through. In this world, amen, there are temptations, there are tests, and there are trials. No one in here can feel sorry for themselves and say, I'm going through something. I'm going through more than what the other person.